0: This episode of Rebel Talk is brought to you by Rebel Tech. Human stories for Startups.
1: Rebels, Rebel, you've your dress. Rebels, rebel, your face is a mess.
2: It would be nice to call ourselves rebels, but we, do, we, we don't do enough. I think if I think of a rebel, it's someone who's really, really active. Um, it's, I think it's weird. I think we're just
1: yeah, weird. Yeah, are you? And celebrate that. Tonight <laughs> I'm going to be singing about the NHS at a gay club to the tune of Don't You Want Me by the Human League that 's not rebellious that 's just weird you so
0: Hello and welcome to Rebel Talk, the podcast that celebrates rebels across every walk of life. Each episode we talk to the troublemakers whose predilection for bending rules is driving progress, change, and transformation. I'm your host, Mark Schwakey, and I'm here with Johnny Abrams and Gary McNulty, who spend their days spreading a gentle form of anarchy from their North London apartments. They create fake bands such as the Ian Duncan Smiths to take the piss out of politicians and celebrities with pointed songs and sketches that are dreamt up, created and put online within an hour of breaking news. Hi, Johnny, Gary, thanks for joining us. I suppose my first question should be, um, when are you chaps actually going to get jobs?
2: (laughs) Um, That's one thing that we're seriously avoiding waking up today... When the alarm went off at eight o 'clock, um, I was really really angry, but I felt motivated because I thought if we can make money out of this, I can have a bit more of a line and you know kind of control my own hours so is the aim of being on this podcast
0: with
1: me today to see if you can finally make money out of this stuff? I was hoping you were going to give me a job I thought that 's what this was for <laughs> yeah it 's not not a job interview Johnny, sorry, this is not a job <laughs> interview, so how does
0: Dutch Wogan work so when I take it doesn 't uh, no, okay but, no. but let 's <laughs> pretend for a moment it does. When I texted you last night to say, look, the, the, there is the Ian Duncan Smiths, there is the Owen Smiths, there is the Josh Widdicombe Sings, there's Mitchell and Webb. How does it all fit together? Is Dutch Wogan your umbrella brand? What are you? Yeah, Dutch Wogan it is the
1: umbrella brand. Like Gary said, it doesn't work. It was one silly idea, the Ian Duncan Smith that just got wildly out of hand and begat lots more thinking as to what other, you know, think of a politician, think of a band, pun them together do the band. I love the word that we got the the fact that we got the word bagat in here already
0: um,
2: <laughs> I don't actually know what that means. <laughs> no
0: and also uh, um, also neither do I <laughs> but, but it is quite rebellious isn't it I mean it's, uh, you have no problem taking the piss out of our country's finest as I wish they were. Oh I thrive on it. And do you think that we are enjoying, were politicians always this bad or do you think we're, we're, we're surviving some kind of golden generation is this the golden generation because there seems to be so much to take the mickey out of.
1: It does but I mean, there's no spitting image. That's probably more your time than mine. But, you know, I was, I was aware of it growing up. There's no slightly. need. No need. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a sly dig as it? it might have sounded coming. I love, being, I love being 42 and sitting here
0: opposite two very young men with amazing hair.
1: <laughs> very young men? The photos will bear out
0: that I'm a bald man talking to two people with hair that, you know, I wish I had. But the Ian Duncan Smith are the most famous and written about, but, but there's, there's some other lovely highlights in there in your work, just to just to trail through and give listeners an idea of the sort of thing you do. So I really enjoyed Corbsy, which was the crossover oh, between yes. Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn and Stormzy. That did well in the run-up to the general
1: election. Right, state your name, Cos. Corbsy, innit? And what are we doing today? Repping, innit? Yeah. Repping, and
0: I quite liked smells like mean spirit by kurt corbin (laughs) um is there any 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 that you particularly like doing because i don't know how you work who
1: does what i tend to i mean we come up with a lot of ideas together but if it's um i mean i'm the musician one so but uh, you're the singer as well because you're the one we see on tv yeah but we get him he does better impressions so we get him doing vocals if it's something like donald trump my personal favorite is frank Sinatra trump which is mm. extremely tenuous, but just came out really well. It got subtle views, but...
0: How, <laughs> can, <laughs> can, you,
1: can you give us a quick um, Frank Sinatra Trump? Yeah. Um, <sighs> then I go and spot it all.
2: Uh, uh, so is so great to be here. It's uh, fantastic. Uh, just like every other uh, asshole, I could do a Trump impression. <laughs> it's kind of like the new Frank Spencer. Uh, I know who that is. I love Scotland. It's fantastic, so it's... Uh, Fly bitch of the Buddha, get, get me the hell away from here. They've got super long rage missiles now in North Korea.
0: Not I for the first time, I find myself wondering about my career. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> 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 um,
3: Crazy Kibyagu.
0: Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that, Gary. Uh, What's the way you work? I work with ad agencies now and again. I have I grew up as um, a journalist and and for a little while was Marketing Week editor. Yes, listeners, I used to be somebody. <laughs> and I, I, I loved the way ad, ad agencies work. You had suits. These were the guys that handled accounts and did the schmoozing and made clients feel good. You had planners who were very, very, very clever people who can take an en- enormous amount of information and put it down into three words, like every little helps, mm. using the insight. But then you got these creative... Partners, these creative duos, they work together. They often do images and copy, right? They'll mm-hmm. be the art director and the copywriter. And they'll have a, their own specific way of working. What's your way of working? Do you get together every single day? Because frankly, if I see a new character coming out of you guys, Two days later, there's like 30 or 40 videos. You're prolific. You're speedy.
1: <laughs> How do not, you work? Not every day, but we live very close to each other. so it's, it's <laughs> is, very that, easy is that the to, secret? It's, that's probably the secret, <laughs> yeah. It's very easy to, on short notice. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, you know, we're constantly in communication. If there's a great story breaking, we'll tell each other, have you seen this? What do you read? Uh, Where do you get your stories from? Twitter. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> How old are you again, John? <laughs> Reddit. Um, I'm 32 years yeah, old. Yeah, lovely.
0: Some, somebody comes up with a spark for an idea. What happens next? Does one of you rush around to the other one's flat or do you
2: text an idea... Yeah. mine's always really dirty and he has a nicer flat so i tend to go to johnny's it's uh that means like we can turn around to each other like we're in an ad agency and go, this will be a game changer it's going to like restructure the whole market so it's quite similar to to an ad agency in that way and then we laugh about it
0: and if it was a game changer gary what would be the goal what's the aim here because i see some of those videos getting many thousands of views and uh new musical express did they profile the album when it came out the now that's
1: what i call remain brexit yeah they did and they did they did an interview which they never printed (laughs) but it was done thanks enemy i'll always know that i should have recorded it myself
0: (laughs) what's the aim what's the goal what are you trying to get to
2: i think there's some people that you know they see the world burning and they try and put it out there's other people who try to keep the fire going and we just kind of stand there and warm our hands on it and laugh while we watch all the buildings
1: collapse they're like court jesters that no one really cares about
0: it's lovely it's a lovely image are <laughs> you are you fans of any of the movements or people trying to change the world or are you literally just trying to make us all laugh what would be what would be more appealing to you a, a full-time job doing this or actually being able to say that you've contributed to some serious
2: change oh that's interesting <laughs> i think because of my mum works within the NHS um, and um, I'm a carer for my father, There's my stepfather. It's always tempting to want to be able to to highlight certain issues. I think that many of the media outlets, and I don't want to go down that horrible cul-de-sac of saying mainstream media, but because a lot of mainstream media doesn't has to get everything in in a short time, unlike a podcast, they put a narrative on it. So it's being able to look at quite a few news sources and trying to find what we see is the most logical truth, because all humans lie and, you know, we want to hide the mistakes we make. We basically uh, try and capitalise on other people's mistakes and then make a whole load of our own, but sometimes it works. What does your mum do for the NHS? She's an administrator. She's just moved into helping out with dispensing uh, kind of drugs and things like that. So do you do this comedy
0: thing uh, between caring and between life and everything else Are you
2: it,
1: frankly it gets in the way
2: <laughs> yeah it really does it's really inconsiderate of him to have ms i mean i just sometimes i just turn around to him and say can't you just get better but he's really uh not very co- cooperative with that but no it's, it's really good to be honest the caring role um it
1: enables it really because
2: yeah it's Gary's local. Yeah, and I can, we can move it around it, so it's it's quite good. So if it were ever to become profitable, it means we could still to, do both things. But I mean, if I got really rich, I would just get my own place.
0: Yeah, and uh, that, that that takes real riches, Johnny. I, so Gary, I don't know you, Johnny. I know you specifically because we're cousins. Gary, That's we're not cousins. I hope not. No, um, the... well, that sounded
2: really rude, but I meant, I meant, I meant <laughs> I... in the interests
0: of you. Well, I, I took no, I, t- I took it as I hope we haven't been cousins all this time, and neither <laughs> of us knew about it, because then we'd have to hug it out. Um, Johnny, you come from a really straightforward background. Your father is a very, very, very successful uh, investment banker. You've taken all these years to be a super creative individual. You've been a journalist, you've been a, a a website media owner, you were editor of rocksucker.co.uk, you you write football burp, all a little bit subversive, all about jokes. Where's <laughs> it come from? What what happened that gave you the confidence and to say, I'm not going to get what others might consider a normal job, I just need to follow my own passion, feed my own needs to, to, to do this stuff? I don't know if confidence is the right
1: word. Uh, I don't know, I just follow my instincts. Yeah. Uh, and you're doing okay. I'm... I mean, I'm- Lucky enough to be able to do that. You've got you've got celebrity fans following
0: you now, right? One or two. Yeah. Who are um, they for you? I, I mean, I want to talk about what happened with Josh Widdicombe and the last leg. And how did you come up with that idea? Did you just wake up one day and suddenly realise you could talk like him?
1: I, cold, I had a bit. I had a bit of a cold, and that enabled it. But I was trying to write an episode of Corb Your Enthusiasm, and based <laughs> on the first episode of the new series of Kirby Your Enthusiasm, where he get Larry David has a fat wipeout on him, uh, by making. Comments about the Ayatollah on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I was trying to think what would Corbyn go on. Probably yeah. the last leg. So I had him going on there, and I was trying to see if I could do impersonations of all of them. And I was like, oh shit! You know, it was, it was like picking up a saxophone and just immediately being able to play all the notes. Just whoa! I can do Whitaker, and I immediately sent a, a voice recording to a couple of people I knew would tell me to sh- stop being an idiot. Yeah, if it wasn't good. Uh, and they liked it. So. And
0: this is television panel show comedian Josh Whittaker. This is, this is he, yeah. And, and you uh, started putting out records under his name. I did. What and records were they?
1: I started with um, a sort of collection of, of Beatles. There was the Beatles first and Radiohead and the Prodigy and Wu-Tang Clan. And it just worked? It, yeah, I thought if, if if it gets any sort of attention, maybe they'll put me on the show. And they did. He, did, he picked it up and said he quite liked it. Yeah. He, he found it on Twitter, did he? Someone tweeted it at him, and he had to, clar- <laughs> had to clarify that it wasn't anything to do with him. And then, and then
0: he, your he big moment it. came where you put on a blonde wig. Yes. And uh, went on the last leg on a
1: Friday night channel for primetime television. Yes. Being him doing... <laughs> <laughs> doing um, Creep by Radiohead. Yeah, and it worked. The Real Slim Shady. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? We're going to have a problem here. You'll act like you've never seen a white person before. Jaws all on the floor like Pam and Tommy just burst in a door and started whipping her ass worse than before. They first were divorced, throwing her over furniture. It's the return of the... Oh, wait, no way. You're kidding. He didn't just say what I think he did,
0: did he? Do you happen to know if any of the other heroes of your comedy anarchy are aware of you? So, for example, if you look at the um, Conservative um, Party conference at the end of last year, Simon Brodkin uh, calls himself Britain's biggest hoaxer, Mm. went on um, and tried to hand Theresa a P-45, (laughs) right? Pretty brave, pretty cool. It was just one in a a series of big, crazy, shitty things that happened to her during her speech. Are they aware of you? Is Boris, is
1: Gove... Uh, I, I know. But do I'd, they know of you i'd love to think ian duncan smith knows I'd, he, he must have someone must have mentioned it at some point i know a friend of mine was working with his former pa that's the only link he's a special type isn't he did you pick on him for a reason or was it just the yeah the name? i hated his guts yeah um still do well, that
2: that, <laughs> Hi, ian. that was um that was the reason why it was we Dutch Wogan Productions, because we realised we need to have productions in the world. Yeah. The initials are DWP, and he was yeah. working for the Department of Work and Pensions ah, at the time. So we are quite... There's all uh, these layers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: And, um, yeah, because he's one of those people I find that, you know, even some politicians uh, that I don't agree with at least come across as interesting or charming people. He seems to be one of those people <laughs> that uh, um, kind of missed out on every boring and, and strand of humanity except. Yeah pure evil <laughs> and disgusting um d- d- so, so but you don't know if he's aware
1: no i don't of, know that seeing his face all over new musical express no nah, the only one i can think of is is quite a low level one was the mep seb dance who <laughs> the guy who held up the sign behind nigel farage saying he's lying to you obviously did did a david bowie cover you know seb dance <laughs> and uh yeah i think he retweeted that I yeah. about it so Someone's so, aware of his. So basically, you're two guys <laughs> with great
0: hair living in North London just pulling out great comedy all the time and hoping somebody looks at it.
1: Yeah, if, uh, if it's great. What a story. Some of it. Some what of it what a story, Rebel Tech listeners. Throw, throw enough. Can we, can we swear? Yeah, you can swear. Oh, throw enough shit and hope some sticks, basically. Yeah. Um, Is it even worth
0: asking if you can swear and then using shit? You could have gone anywhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons, you're Big Simpsons fans. We were talking about it just before. So what are your... You don't seem like particularly angry fellas, considering you spread spread this... I call it subversion and anarchy. You're literally taking the establishment down peg by peg with quite dodgy music and extraordinarily (laughs) dodgy videos. What... Where's the anger come from? You love The Simpsons, um, you're big fans, you obviously love Curb. What are the the things that really speak to you and sort of fuel your inner,
1: sort of, your inner funny? I think just The Simpsons. Just The Simpsons? And and South Park as well. Cartoons, basically. Yeah. Looney Tunes, anything. Gary, that's not a satisfactory answer, is it? <laughs> it's not a great answer, but don't worry because
2: there's a guy sitting behind the glass over there that can edit all this shit out. I think it's because we've got quite strong bullshitometers, so even if it's on the left or the right, it's a It's it's great. You just sit there and go bullshit, and then that will that will that's usually where it starts going from because it's
1: we like calling shenanigans.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think if you if you were talking about days of spitting image, there wasn't. Politicians could be quite well guarded if you look at yeah. something like um, Yes Minister, or that I think gives a quite good idea of what was going on within the civil service, and even civil servants have said that is exactly how it is. If you look at porridge, I think that's a, a good indicator of what's going on. And what's interesting is even in those two kind of timepieces, they're talking about the same things that we're talking about now in terms of uh, views towards immigration, um, you know, prison conditions, housing, local government and, and bringing things together. It just seems that it, it, we, we're, everyone's having the same conversation. It'd probably be a lot more helpful if we went and did a bit of act. if we went and maybe got jobs within there. Um, but it it's like- more fun just kind of. Uh, waking up and kind of waving a finger and then going back to sleep going back to bed, it yeah. feels like you, you're doing your bit yeah. <laughs> um, you know. but we're living in a pretty mad time
0: and sometimes it must be hard to separate the funny parody stuff from the real headlines you know for example, Pig's Mouth Strikes Again, you, you didn't wake up that day going, I, I wonder if we could fit that into a song title, <laughs> until you read the headline and went, what the fuck
1: basically did, I woke up very early that day, I had two texts one from my brother Rob and another from a friend, both saying the same thing. Cameron fucked a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was about six a.m. By midday, I had the song out. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a long stretch. I'm like, what Smith song? Pig <laughs> mouth strikes again. Bingo. Sweetness, sweetness. By now, I guess you probably will have read that I put my Percy in a pig's head. But, uh, there was one one of the the, the articles about it suggested that I'd been up all night in a studio with a band. It so took me about 10 minutes on my phone to record. Yeah. Well, I've recorded stuff with you. We, You've recorded stuff
0: we've, with me. If they let us use it, we've recorded the, um, you and I recorded the the intro to this very podcast, Rebel schmebel, not by David Bowie. Don't come after us, David Bowie Estate. We're not worth listening to. Um, on your phone, in your Kentish Town flat, within about 10 minutes. And I got a sense of the speed that you work at. And... I don't know if you're going to be able to take this part seriously because it doesn't feel like you're in it for this stuff. But honestly, if if ad agencies were able to work at the speed and produce the volume and the smarts that you guys do, they'd be singing, they'd be winning. With so many s- projects and sub-projects, do you have the sense that nobody out there knows all of your work is by the same people? So, for example... Uh, does New Musical Express know the Ian Duncan Smith? So that by the same guys that does this over here and your text backwards, we're just not brand savvy enough. Is that the case?
1: Absolutely. Do you want to be brand savvy enough? I guess to an extent. I mean, the problem was, I guess, making a name of sorts with the Ian Duncan Smith, and then starting a YouTube channel with the name Dutch Wogan. We shot ourselves in the foot immediately, but it's a it's a nice name. so you going to keep it. Mm.
0: Yeah. And when the Ian Duncan Smith gets written about by serious newspapers, of course, it's uh, and Gary, I don't know where you fit into this, or whether you're seething with anger and uh, at some point are going to wait till he's asleep and come up behind him with an axe, but when when they get written that about, um, it, it's always the Ian Duncan Smith's Johnny Abrams, and it always says in quotes or in a link or something just one guy who happens to be this band
1: <laughs> well it was because I mean, you, you were you were interviewed during some manchester protest weren't you yeah i mean it started just me and then gary just sort of rope gary into it very yeah. naturally because he's funny does good impressions and he's up to up to date with the news so.
0: and and great hair and he's got um,
1: fantastic hair which is great for radio uh it's perfect for podcast. do you um
2: do you are, you are you are you a writer
0: were you always a writer
2: no, I was dyslexic. Um, my parents gave me And tea. how and how yeah. <laughs> um so Johnny's actually learned dyslexia now. Yeah, so, when send, when, yeah, so when I send Yeah, so when I sent texts it started off with him saying, Sorry, I have no idea what you're trying to say, are you drunk? Um, which was also quite probable. Um but yeah. Sometimes he was just drunk, yeah. I usually we usually come up with ideas together and then Johnny will, will flesh it out more. And I think one of the advantages maybe compared to ad agencies is that we're the whole thing we don't have to worry about is the client going to be all right
1: with that we can just make our own decision so gary yeah, um, doesn't realize how much he writes because sometimes when we're just shooting ideas back and forth not necessarily formally just hanging out and gets talking and he'll just start you know mind dumping all over the place and uh it's I'll very much make, like
2: pinky in the brain
1: and i'll go away and make a note of it he won't be aware that he's just written a full thing and I'll just write it down yeah. and in the fullness of time he probably thinks I wrote it but <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah, you're the evil genius well, I'm happy to take credit
0: tricked your tricked your co-partner into thinking that you're the guy what a
1: fuckhead just me, <laughs> um, just me just Johnny Abrams yeah, um,
0: tell me this what and, 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 and again that's an everyday thing you're always looking out you're always listening out mm-hmm. you're always I mean when you check Twitter when you see something madcap you, mm-hmm. you think that's, that's that's the one for us today
2: that usually is the case. I mean, we've been quite lucky. Talking about Trump, like you were saying, I mean, you, it would be hard to make funny out of the reality because his his own reality is much funnier. But in Britain, Britain, it's brilliant because you've got the haphazard Tories, and if they're if they're not doing anything, you just catch up with UKIP or see what Labour are up to, and they're all so <laughs> far divided, no one's in the middle ground. They're all funny, but yeah, just <laughs> no, so funny. They're all
0: funny, but at the same time, so upsetting.
2: Yeah. yeah. So look,
0: you guys quite successfully and uh, prolifically stick your finger up at the establishment mm. and then as you say go back to bed you're gentle you don't wave weapons around you're not threatening anyone you're gentle anarchy yeah in it with with, with fine follicles what's the future though cuz you guys both understand politics are really really fairly deep level, but not from a kind of Westminster procedure point mm. of view, just from the person, the normal person on the street point of view. I want to ask you what the future for British politics is. Do you think we're in an era of such disdain and disenchantment because it's all so ridiculous now that we're eventually going to see a correction and some kind of structural change where, set for example, party politics isn't the vehicle by which we determine our futures or are we just going to continue to have these utterly dysfunctional parties with hopeless buggers running them because comedy or no comedy it seems like a
1: kind of if not a dangerous place to be in a a worrying place Mm. see new parties forming and them being just as ridiculous and Incompetent as the ones we got now. Yeah. And we'll be there. Yeah. But is that your role? Is that
0: what you want to see? Is that your are you are you reasonably happy as long as you've got this power to piss
1: take? Um not a power, more of a right, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) We're exercising our right. Yeah. It's voting plus. To rip the piss. It's yeah. voting plus, plus, plus. Yeah. yeah. That's
2: what we're actually rebounding the north to get more people to live there. We're going to call it South Plus. Yeah. So that it's people... Yeah, they can move up. We've uh, pitched that to um, a couple of estate agents.
0: And how did they feel about it?
2: Oh, brilliant. Um, but the insurers wanted to make sure that it was still classed as the northern so they could get yeah. the higher premiums because of the crime rate. So the estate agents like it insurance brokers not so much because that would put up their it feels like take a, down their premium
0: it feels like a win win lose
2: yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so you have got to pick who you want to give the money to state agents or insurance brokers it's kind mm. of like uh, picking between hillary and uh, donald trump but you got to you got you got to make your choices and do you feel like rebels the pair of you no nah. Um, nah. what do you what we're far too Sorry, lethargic that. for it. We, I mean it would be nice to call ourselves rebels, but we do we, we don't do enough. I think if I think of a rebel, it's someone who's really, really active. Um and it's I think it's just weird.
1: I think we're just yeah, weird. Are you? And celebrate but that. Tonight <laughs> I'm gonna be singing about the NHS at a at a gay club to the tune of Don't You Want Me by the Human League. That's not rebellious, that's just weird. <laughs> but it's it's a living, I guess. It's not even that. No <laughs> Hot
0: friend, I love you so now we come to the part of the show where we're going to ask you both to answer some quick fire questions. Uh, an answer each from both of you, please. Uh, no pussying out. This is 60 Second Rebellion. Advice to your 16-year-old self. Drink less. Same. Your 16-year-old self's advice to the grown-up you. Where did it all go wrong? Grow up. the most important single character trait for any founder, entrepreneur or rebel. I wouldn't
1: know about any of those. It's
0: not your world. Not my scene. Don't try and be one. Be one by not being one. When I played football at a terribly low level, I wasn't very good on the ball, but I was brilliant with some catchphrases. (laughs) I used to stand in the middle of the pitch and shout, use him by not using him. and Come on, lads, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. You're given the power and money to solve one global big problem and one tiny, annoying, day to day, small, first world problem. Mm-hmm. What big and small problem do you solve?
1: Homelessness, big one. Yeah. Small one. People who Ad don't. reception. Pardon? <laughs> Dodgy reception. Yeah,
0: here <laughs> <too>. okay, cool. <laughs> Gary.
1: I'd agree with the big one
2: on the food or the homelessness thing. Either will do. Or world peace. Or um, Everton. Sorry, um, I'll change my answer <laughs> to Everton. What is that, the big
1: or the small one? That's the big one. You wanna solve
0: Everton?
2: Yeah. Mine would be those stupid tables that can't move in, in pubs because my feet are over a size 5. So yeah. that when they have those built-in wooden tables which you can't move and your feet get stuck in them, so as you get up, you hit a knee and you're is on a you first by, Is that the
1: big one or the small one? Which one? Is that the big one or the small one?
2: Big, small one what? <laughs> <All> right, <we're
1: laughs> no, no, that's the literally. small one.
2: That's the small, that's the small problem. <laughs> okay. I mean, Not like, I mean, listening <laughs> to yeah. a word I say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how, how big are your feet? Uh, size 12. Blimey. Are they? Yeah, I've got collapsed arches, so it kind of helps me out a little bit. Gives me a couple, an extra inch. Uh, if Gascoin had had that, we probably would have won Euro 96.
0: <laughs> Finally, what are you most excited about?
2: The World Cup. We're going
0: to be doing something big. The World Cup. Rebel Tech.
2: Watch out for it. Ooh, um, yeah. we- we got plans. We yeah. don't know what they
0: are yet. We plan to have plans, though. <laughs> you plan to have plans. Yeah. Amazing, uh, Gary. What are you most excited about?
2: Because uh, because the Conservatives have been in for nine years, it'll all change. So it means that we can um, we can start taking the the Mickey out of Labour again. Just because it'll be a you know a fresh idea. Because we've been going quite against the Tories, just mainly because they're in power. So I'm hoping that Diane Abbott becomes a uh, you know finance minister. What do they call the one? Or she'll, Treasury or she'll minister. Be a home
1: secretary, won't she? Yeah. Listen, yeah.
2: Uh, Dutch Wogan types. Uh, ian
0: duncan smiths uh is it the owen smiths there's you've also got the owen jones guy
1: haven't you i did a jingle for him yeah
0: can you can you give me a bit of owen jones i really thought that was very owen jones owen
1: jones (laughs) from the guardian owen jones owen jones i wanted to add and the new statesman, but it was for his guardian podcast so i had to change that to quite the modern man (laughs) talks about the news it's better than truths had to change that as well um no comparison with True's. Not allowed. Owen Jones. Owen Jones. That was used once. Fizzing with again. creativity here at the Spiritland <laughs> Studio.
0: Gary McNulty, Johnny Abrams, thanks for joining us. Thank you Thank for your you. time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Keep on uh, sticking the fingers
2: up. We will do. Thank you. we Will do.
0: Are you laughing out loud on the train right now? People staring at you? If so, grow up. Or leave us a review, please. <laughs> So Nicole Lyons, my co-founder of Revel Tech, that was fun.
3: It was fun, yes.
0: It was funny. I, Johnny's always been a the most amazing, inspirational, creative force. Like this kid is—I I call him a kid because obviously I've already known him as ten years younger—but he's he's just so prolific and got so much going on. He doesn't even know how good he is, but. But I've never met Gary. Gary was amazing as well.
3: He was. So a couple of things stood out to me um, and just gave me goose pimples, really. So Johnny, first of all, doesn't believe he's a rebel. He says he doesn't do enough or work hard enough to be a rebel, which is, it's crazy. But like you say, it's a bit modest. It's absolute, like it's bullshit because he's an absolute rebel. And you don't have to work hard to be a rebel. You don't have to work to, hard to be a rebel. Yeah. It's, it's about what you do and how you do it and the impact you have. And yeah. he totally has that and he doesn't even realise it.
0: Yeah. And there was a moment with Gary as well, wasn't there, when he got close to being really quite serious. Uh, You know, with good reason. He was talking about his mum at the NHS and his dad... Uh, or stepdad having a mess and with i mean he's the carer for his step but then he turned it into a comedic moment and sort of self defensed it up didn't he
3: absolute self-defense it's a sign of resilience but it's also a sign of like that's his way of dealing with stuff like he makes this work he's a carer but also does this um thing with johnny that he loves and hopes one day will make him the money to be able to do what he needs to do to be that carer have a house and do what he loves like yeah it's a yeah. different,
0: it feels like a different life option. You know, we grow up and our parents and, and society stood stood around us saying, you know, you've got to succeed, you've got to succeed, and success looks like this. And both of them have taken this incredibly brave decision. Uh, they don't see it as brave, but, you know, c- quite, quite cool decision to go, do you know what, that's not what success looks like for us. Until we figure out what success looks like, we're just going to keep on poking fun, going back to bed, and, you know, caring yeah. for our, you know...
3: Well, it's funny when when they talked about planning, they were like, yeah, our plan for the World Cup. Oh, actually, it's our plan to plan. I was yeah. like, brilliant. Yeah. Who needs to plan every yeah. single thing? Just plan to have a plan.
0: So what are we calling them? The lazy rebels. The
3: lazy rebels. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Um,
0: yeah. Nicole, co-founder of Rebel Tech. Good post-match analysis. Thank you. That's it for today's episode of Rebel Talk. I've been your host, Mark Schwakey. Thank you so much for listening. My thanks go to our brilliant production team at Hard 6 Audio, to Spirit and King's Cross for the beautiful studio, to my Rebel Tech colleagues and producers, Nicole Lyons and Meg Wright. Until next time, up the Rebels. Rebels, Rebel, you
1: tore your dress. Rebels, Rebel, your face is a mess. Rebels, Rebel, now could they go. Hot track, I love Oddly nerve wracking. It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I, I don't know about you. You've got no one here uh, except Gary that that you've got an emotional investment in. My two colleagues are sitting next door, and this is the first oh, time i have cousin done it. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are cousins. We are cousins. <laughs>